0: Today's episode is being sponsored by Dwayne and Sylvia Gertzen in memory of their teen daughters, Sophie and Acacia. Here is what they have to share about their precious daughters. On August 8, 2021, two of our daughters ran ahead of us to heaven, hand in hand, surprising themselves with their quick entry. Sophie, 17 years, and Acacia, 15 years, were instantly killed in a collision with a semi-truck while en route to their older sister's bridal shower. Both girls were homeschooled, fervent snowboarders, and served at the Bible camp where they were raised along with their four sisters. Acacia is our Renaissance girl of many talents, genuine smiles, and passionate prayers. Sophie is our writer of words, clever questioner, selfless server, Polaroid snapping dreamer. Our girls are fine, more alive than ever. It is a comfort to know deeply that our worst days have been their best. We are still walking through this valley, but we will not pitch our tent here. Though our lives are forever changed, our home has changed, and we are changed, God hasn't changed. Maranatha. Thank you, Dwayne and Sylvia, For sponsoring today's episode in memory of your two daughters, Sophie and Acacia. It has been on my heart to replay a specific podcast episode for quite a while, and it is actually episode 94 Names Have Meaning. When Kim Peacock was on with me several weeks ago, which was episode 211, which I will put a link to in the show notes. She talked about this topic a bit, which confirmed to me that I needed to get this out there again, but I was waiting on the right timing for it, and it seems to be this week. I know many of you tell me that when you find the Grieving parent Sharing Hope podcast that you go back and you listen to all 200 and some episodes, so this may be a repeat for some of you. For others, this might be the first time you have heard it. Either way, I believe there is something God wants you to hear today, right now, wherever you are on your journey with child loss. So I'm going to have Dave play it for us, and then I'll come back in and share why I wanted all of us to hear this. Hi. This is going to be a bit of an unusual topic for us. I want to talk about the meaning of names. In our culture, names aren't as big of a deal as many other cultures. Quite often, we choose a name for our baby because we like how it sounds, or we name them after a family member or a famous person, or any more in the youngest generation that are having children now, names are picked because it's an object or a place that isn't normally a person's name because it's unique. Our name is important. It represents you. Your name represents you. When people hear your name, they associate certain things with it. Same with when you hear someone's name mentioned. It identifies them and you immediately associate them with certain behaviors and beliefs and actions. The name Mean something. Some names have a negative feeling to them, quite often because we associate that name with someone we don't like. Think about when you were choosing your child's name. Maybe your spouse made a suggestion and you didn't like that name because someone with that name was mean to you when you were a kid. Or maybe there's an actress you don't like with that name, but you associate that name with something negative. And so it's like, I'm not naming my child that. So I think you can begin to understand that. Our names do say something about us. Your name represents you. A person's name is the greatest connection to their own identity and individuality. Some might say it's the most important word in the world to each person. When someone remembers our name after meeting us, we feel respected and more important. It makes a positive and a lasting impression on us. We love to have personalized things with our name on it. It makes us feel special. And I know when you have those unique names, that's really hard to come by. Your name is the biggest symbol of who you are. And there are actually studies that show that if you feel good about yourself and your name, then you will feel good about anything that even vaguely resembles your name, which is interesting to me. In other words, there may be a product out there that has your name or sounds like your name, and so you gravitate to that product, you like that product, or traveling to a certain place, or even moving to certain places. We tend to gravitate towards things that make us think about our name, especially if we like our name and we feel good about who we are. There's also research, this is really interesting, that shows that names may even tell us more than just a social background. And what I mean by that, is that sometimes you hear a name, and you immediately know, or you're pretty sure where they come from. For example, the name Olga, you know, we think of Germany or Russia, that kind of a thing. So a name can tell us some social background, Obviously, that's not always the case, but a name can also affect, studies show, uh, future decisions about things like marriage and our career. There's a psychologist named Brett Pelham who has studied hundreds of thousands of names, and he said that they can significantly affect your life, even what profession you enter. For instance, what he found is that many dentists are named Dennis. Isn't that interesting? So those whose name sounds like a common folks name, and I I think you know what I mean by that, they don't tend to reach for higher up professional careers, because it's kind of the thought, my name doesn't make me think of that kind of a person. And so they don't aspire to those kinds of careers. When Becca was in her cancer treatments when she was three, we laughed every time they paged doctor doctor (laughs) there really was a doctor named doctor (laughs) names are important they contain meaning for people and they define who we are and the thing is a lot of times we're not who we think we are there are a lot of cultures that place a huge importance in names and the naming of their child In these cultures, a name is more than just a nice sounding label. A name can tell a story and pave way for a destiny. Many believe that while it might be easy to brush off names as less important than personality or parenting, it's not so far-fetched to say that a name is one's destiny. God himself is someone who believes that. In Genesis 17, God changed Abram's name to Abraham, which meant a father of many nations. Now, Abraham was 99 years old when God did that, and he hadn't had any children yet. His wife, Sarai, was 90 years old, and God changed her name to Sarah, meaning mother of nations. Now, obviously, they were beyond childbearing years, but God changed their name to reflect their destiny. God changed Jacob's name to Israel after he wrestled all night with the angel of the Lord. And he said he changed his name to Israel for you have struggled with God and men and have prevailed. In the New Testament, Jesus told Peter that his new name was Cephas, a rock. We know that Saul's name when he was uh, converted and became a Christian, his name was changed to Paul. I think about Naomi in the Old Testament in the story of Ruth. And when Naomi went back to her homeland, she said, Call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. Now, who can relate to that, right? Now, Naomi had lost her husband and both of her sons. Do you know who Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah are? Well, we know them better as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When these men, they were really teenage boys, were taken into captivity into Babylon, they were given Babylonian names to serve the king. And Daniel was actually in that group with them. And he was given the name Belteshazzar. A name is one of the very first things we give our children. It's carefully selected, usually before our child is born, because it's how our child is going to be identified. When I had Becca, they were just starting to have ultrasounds to be able to determine the sex. I didn't have an ultrasound like that. It wasn't going on commonly at that point, so I didn't know if I was having a boy or a girl. But the names I had picked out for her, it was going to be Aaron, Kelly, if it was a boy, or Rebecca Kelly if it was a girl. And both Aaron and Rebecca were names that I actually I got from the Bible. I liked Rebecca in the Bible but I liked the spelling with the two Cs better. And her middle name was from her biological father's middle name, who had broken up with me after I became pregnant. And so my thinking in my young mind was, well, if my child isn't going to have his last name, my child's gonna have his middle name. So it was Rebecca Kelly. Okay, so you may be thinking, you have been going on and on about names. What does this have to do with our children and what this podcast is supposed to be about? Why are you talking about all of this, Laura? Because our name identifies us. But what does our name mean? What is being spoken over us every time our name is being said? And what were we speaking over our children when we said their name? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, oh my goodness, panic. I must have named my child something horrible and I was speaking death over them. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about what were you speaking into their life? What is the meaning of the name of our child who died? Let me start with talking about my name. I've done a lot of studying on the meaning of my name. The name Laura, L-A-U-R-A, comes from the laurel crown that was given, especially like Olympic athletes as a winner. It meant they were the winner, they, you know, victory. And so my name, Laura, means crown. It's a symbol of victory or a victorious spirit. My middle name is Jean, and Jean means full of his grace. And, okay, so what is grace? I really wanted to grasp what grace is. I mean, we talk about in the Christian world, grace is God's unmerited, undeserved favor. But it has to be more than that, because Jesus grew in grace, the Bible says. And so how could Jesus grow in undeserved favor from God? So grace has to have a deeper meaning than that. And so as I began to study out grace, what I discovered is that the full meaning of grace means that we have God's divine favor and his divine empowerment. So when I put my two names together, Laura Jean, it means I am victorious by his divine empowerment and his divine favor. And I really feel like that describes me. My name describes me. Something that I also find fascinating is that for me personally, when Becca died, I was an international children's minister. And I traveled to Uganda a lot. I did a lot in Africa. And when I was in Nigeria, one of my hosts prayed about it and gave me a Nigerian name. And it's Ngazi which means God's gift, which was very precious to me. But before that even, when I would go to Uganda, one time my host said, I'm going to pray, you need a Ugandan name. And so it was several days and he came to me and he said, I know your Ugandan name, it is Kisachi. And Kisachi means great grace. And I find it's very interesting that that he (laughs) that was the name he gave me it meant grace just like my middle name means grace I actually have this printed out on an index card that is kept with my bible so that I remember to remind myself who I am and I pray into that when I don't feel it I tell myself Laura this is who you are I am victorious by his divine empowerment and his divine favor Like I said, Becca, her middle name came from her biological father. When Dave and I got married, he adopted Becca as soon as we were married. She was only two years old, and it was important to give her our name, our family name. And when we named our other four children, at that point, I knew a little bit more about it, that names are important. So we would check out the meanings of the names that we liked to make sure that we felt that it was something that yep, that's, that's the name that we feel like this child needs to have. And as they got older, I ended up making plaques. I printed them out on the computer, made them a little fancy. I had a scripture that went with them, their first name and their middle name. And God gave me a scripture that kind of tied the two together. And I printed them out. I bought little wooden plaque things from Hobby Lobby, Shalactam, and, and I put them by their yearly school picture on the wall so that along with my child's picture, it had their, the meaning of their name and the scripture that put those two names together. Now, Rebecca has several meanings, and its main meaning is bound or binding, which also means faithful. And Kelly means warrior. And those two words summed up Becca's life better than just about anything I could have come up with. Rebecca was a faithful warrior. Now, I had my kids before Google, so I had to rely on books that gave the meanings of names. And I actually ended up buying two books for the meanings of names. Some of that is because sometimes God gives me dreams, and if there's a person in there, I will look up what the meaning of that person's name is because a lot of times it's not about that person It, it has to do with the meaning of the name so i actually have a couple of books i'd go to the library and rent out books but anyway today you can find the meanings of names really easy on the internet You may have heard me talk about a journey program that I was in before. And this was part of the journey program was to study out the meaning of your name because it does have a lot to do with your identity and who you are. Because when we speak things out, we're speaking things into the atmosphere. God spoke and it happened. And so our words are powerful. And so whenever our name is spoken or we speak someone's name, we're speaking destiny over that person. And so in this journey program, everybody had to study out their names. And the interesting thing was that everybody realized that their name really did have to do a lot with their identity or their destiny. Even if your parents weren't Christians when you were born, or maybe you didn't have a relationship with God when your child was born, and it's not like something that was prayed about somehow our names still seem to fit who we are and i'm going to encourage you to look up the meaning of your child's name now sometimes when we do that and we start looking up the meanings of names we can feel disappointed because it's like okay what does this have to do with anything this is like an animal but sometimes like i said about naomi um, mara i mean it could just be plain something negative And if that's the case, when you start looking these things up, here's what I want you to do. If their name means something like an animal or a place, think about what are the qualities of that animal. If it's something negative, what is the opposite that would be God's truth over them? Because sometimes what happens is a name is given to counteract For whatever reason, the enemy was able to get in there. And and I'm not saying, okay, uh," you know, okay, the enemy's all over me because of my name don't take it that way. But the enemy was just able to slip in there and get a name in there, because he knew God's destiny over your life or over your child's life. And so a lot of times, it's the opposite. And so you turn that around to be the opposite of what your name means that I am or I will or I do. And if the name has several meanings, which is pretty common, especially like I just shared with Rebecca, a lot of times there's going to be one meaning that just really stands out to you, you'll see a meaning, it's like, "Mm, no, 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 oh, yes, that, that is me, or that is my child. So as you start studying out the name, and even before you start, ask God to show you how your child lived up to their name. And Don't expect an immediate answer. If you start looking this up and it's like, okay, this is just crazy, it's not making any sense, just put it all down, put it all away. Don't worry about it, but just ask God, show me how my child lived up to their name. This is, it's just not making sense to me. Don't be in turmoil over it. Just believe that at some point, The Holy Spirit is going to reveal something to you and you're going to see it clearly. I really believe he's going to show you something about your child's name, even though they lived a short life, how they lived out the destiny or the purpose of the name that you gave your son or daughter. And then after you look up the meaning of your child's name, look up the meaning of your own name. See what it tells you about yourself. Is it an identity that you can move into as you continue on with this journey? Like mine, victorious spirit, something that I can still move into that. My life isn't over. There's still victory for me. So your name, is it something that you can still move into and be a part of and be part of your destiny? Maybe you don't think so, but ask God to do what you can't. And you just may look back in a few years and be amazed at how your name really is who you are, even after the death of your child. Okay, I am back. Now let me share something that happened a few months back that made me want to share this topic again. For a while, I was hanging out in Proverbs, especially the first few chapters. I was reading through those daily over and over and over again, And I've been specifically reading lately in what's called the Passion Translation, and I want to read Proverbs 4, verses 8 and 9 to you right now. It says, Wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth. She will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. You will be adorned with beauty and grace. And wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in the race. Now, verse 9, did you catch it? You will be adorned with beauty and grace. And wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in the race. There are a couple of words in there that stand out to me personally. Grace and victorious. This verse specifically tells me that my name, my identity, who I am, is still part of my future here on earth. I mean, it combines my first name and my middle name, grace and victory, victory and grace, in the same verse. I mean, that was just stunning to me, mind-boggling to me. This is a scripture that I have been hovering on and meditating in since the day I saw it. I wrote it out and I keep it where I can see it as a reminder of who I am and what is still in my future. I really want you to get a hold of how important it can be to study out your name and see what it tells you about God's love and faithfulness to you that did not stop when your child died. I know so many of you are angry and struggling with why God allowed it to happen. I know life stopped for us when our child died. We feel like we died and they just forgot to bury us, right? I get it. I was there once myself. I heard just this morning, I was listening to a podcast episode with Wayne Jacobson, and he made a statement. I didn't write it down, but it it was so good. And it was along the line of how our American Christianity is based on the scriptures that no harm will come to you and how we expect God not to allow anything bad to happen in our lives. But if that's the case, then we don't have resilience. Nothing is built up in us to handle the things that are thrown at us at this world. Christians are not immune to this world and what happens in it. God did not promise that our life being a Christian is like a a golden ticket to nothing bad ever happening to us here. This is not our final home. Our children are in their final home. But the thing is, this is not the end for you and for me here. It was for our children, but not for us. Obviously, as much as we want it to, it isn't. And I'm sorry, but I believe that your name might be a key to unlock something in you and for you, just like it has been for me. I am Laura Jean. I am victorious and full of grace. And even though I may not have felt that way when Becca died, it did not change. My name didn't change. My identity didn't change. Who God has called me to be did not change. And so I want you to find out who you are, not who you were, but who you are. There is still a life of meaning and purpose for you here. And it's not in spite of your child's death, but it's because of his or her life. God did not betray you. God did not fail you. He is here for you to walk with you and give all of us a future and a hope still while we're here. He is here to give me victory and grace. What is He here wanting to give you? What key is your name giving you to unlock while you are still here waiting to be reunited with your child? I encourage you to find out, pray into it, and walk it out in a way that honors both God and your child. Right now, I just want to remind you about a special we are running for the month of August. When you order the newly released book, Reflections of Hope, Daily Readings for Bereaved Parents, when you order that from our GPS Hope web store, not Amazon or somewhere else, you have to order it directly from us, you can get the book, My Grief Journey, sent to you for free. Just put them both in your cart, Reflections of Hope and My Grief Journey, and then use the promo or the coupon code M G J free. Stands for My Grief Journey. Put in the promo code M G J free. So go to the gpshope.org slash store. That's where you'll find those books and where you can put that coupon code. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Along with the uh, reminder of the promo code, what you can put in there. And I'll also put a link in the show notes so that you can find out more about both of these books. Now, if you have the Reflections of Hope book, would you do me a huge favor and give it a rating and a review on Amazon? Yes, the book is finally available on Amazon. We did get all of that mess straightened out. I'll put a link to that. In the show notes, all you have to do is click on the link and then scroll down, usually way down, to where there are ratings and reviews, and there should be a link where you can click on to put your own rating and review in there. The more reviews it has, the more Amazon will suggest it to perievers who are looking for books to help them on this journey. So this is a way that you can be a grieving parent sharing hope is The books that you read, this Reflections of Hope book that you read, take the time. Take, what, 90 seconds, two minutes to go to that book, click on it, and put in a rating and a review so that other perivers can find it and know that it was helpful to others. I also want to remind you that my book, When Tragedy Strikes, Rebuilding Your Life with Hope and Healing After the Death of Your Child, is now an audiobook. And yes, I was the narrator, so you get to listen to my award-winning book directly from me as I read it to you. And it should be available anywhere books are sold. Let's go ahead to this week's birthday segment. Jacob Gary was born on August 6th and is forever twenty-one. Travis M. Blair was born on August 9th and is forever thirty. Christopher Hotch was born on August 10th and is forever thirty-one. Jacob Holliday was born on August 10th and is forever twenty-six. We celebrate the day These four young men came into the world. We know it will always be a special day for these families. If you would like to have your son or daughter's birthday announced on the birthday segment, I would love to be able to do that. All you have to do is go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. Fill out the information, including the pronunciation, if that's a problem. Sometimes your child's first name or last name is mispronounced because I do want to say it correctly. Just submit that information, and then the week of your child's birthday, they will be announced. And Dave will also send you an email to remind you to listen that week. I want to say thank you again to Dwayne and Sylvia for sponsoring today's episode in memory of their daughters, Sophie and Acacia. And if you would like to sponsor an episode in memory of your child, that listeners will hear for years to come. It's only a $50 donation to GPS Hope. This is another way you can be a grieving parent sharing hope by supporting what we do as a ministry. And in the meantime, you also get to have your child acknowledged and remembered for who they were. And you get to pick out the week that I share your child with our listeners. Just go to gpshope.org and click on the donate tab, and you'll find a spot that will take you to where you can sponsor an episode. This topic about the meaning of our names is an intriguing one for sure. I really hope and pray that as you do your research, that the Holy Spirit would reveal to you how your child's life fulfilled the name that you gave them. It really was who they were when they were here on earth. And then be sure to come back and share in the comments with me what you have discovered. And until next week, remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.